You and your dog are a team. Fuel is best in the field and in life with Purina Pro Plan Sport. Made for hardworking dogs of all ages, every sport formula starts with real meat as the number one ingredient and is specifically formulated to support strength and stamina. Try it today and see why ProPlan is the official dog food of Ducks Unlimited. Learn more at ProPlanSport.com. Mossy Oak has partnered with Ducks Unlimited to bring you Shadowgrass Habitat, the official camo of Ducks Unlimited. Shadowgrass Habitat pays homage to the first waterfowl-specific camo pattern ever made, Mossy Oak Shadowgrass, while incorporating the most realistic, digitally accurate images of the natural habitats that make up true waterfowl habitat. Mossy Oak is committed to conservation as its highest priority. With the launch of Mossy Oak Shadowgrass Habitat, Mossy Oak will continue funding habitat protection projects through our longtime partnership with Ducks Unlimited. Check out the new Shadowgrass Habitat pattern at mossyoak.com. Step into the world of Campus Waterfowl, a community that's shaping the future of the hunting industry. At Campus Waterfowl, we're more than just hunters. We're students. We're, students. we're conservationists. We're conservationists. With the next generation. the next generation. Join us as we highlight the dedication and commitment of young hunters nationwide. Visit CampusWaterfowl.com to become part of our story. Campus Waterfowl, the future of hunting starts here. We are the Ducks Unlimited Nation. United by our passion for hunting, the outdoors, and conservation. The habitats that Ducks Unlimited have been maintaining and building since 1937 have effects far beyond the duck hunting community. Follow along with our YouTube series as we tell your stories and become part of the Ducks Unlimited Nation. DU Nation. Take it outside. Welcome to the Ducks Unlimited podcast, the only podcast about all things waterfowl. From hunting insights to science-based discussions about ducks, geese, and issues affecting waterfowl and wetlands conservation in North America, we bring the resource to you. The DU Podcast with your host, Chris Jennings. Today, I've got another special guest, part of, uh, you know, a massive part of the organization's all around tools, all around fundraising. I've got Anthony Jones, the Director of Digital Media and Marketing. Anthony, welcome to the show. Hey, Chris. Thanks for having me. With this being your first time on the Ducks Unlimited podcast, I just want to allow you to introduce yourself to the audience and kind of tell people what the Director of Digital Media and Marketing for Ducks Unlimited does. I have the privilege of, of working with a, with a team of seven people here, uh, and we are responsible for all of the digital media and marketing uh, within the organization. So that basically encompasses the uh, oversight of the DU website, mobile app development, social media, online fundraising, and email marketing. Which is uh, just like I said, it's just a massive part of the organization, and a lot of these, a lot of these different things people see from the outside. And your team is all on the back end doing this, whether it's Ducks.org or Facebook or Instagram. You know, your team is tied into that on a daily, probably minute by minute basis. So basically, you know, what I wanted you to talk to our audience about is all of the tools that Ducks.org and the app offer for duck hunters throughout the fall. Can you kind of just explain the various tools and then we'll get into each individual one? For years, we have worked uh, as an organization and, and as a department to really position Ducks Unlimited as that go-to resource, so the, the ultimate authority for online tools and resources for duck hunters. Um, you know, obviously, we understand the, the uh, makeup of our membership. We understand uh, we were founded by waterfowl hunters, and, and that's some of our biggest supporters today. 
so we want to provide them with tools that that will make their experience in the blind uh, more enjoyable, more productive. And we've done that through a, a development of a number of tools, uh, the, the waterfowl migration map, the mobile app that you mentioned earlier, lots of editorial content uh, on the website. And uh, those are just just a few of the features that we uh, that we offer for our supporters. Yeah. And one of the most visible tools, and I'm sure, you know, a lot of duck hunters out there and, and, you know, really even bird watchers have probably seen and, and been a part of and participated in is the highly popular Ducks Unlimited migration map. Can you kind of explain a little bit about the map for people who maybe haven't seen it? And then we'll get into some of the details for people who want to start engaging with the map. We established the waterfowl migration map back in 2007. It's hard to believe that it's been around for 13 years now. And, you know, the biggest question that duck hunters have uh, at any given time of the year, uh, whether you're, you're brand new to the sport or whether you're, you're a seasoned veteran, uh, everyone wants to know where are the ducks at any given time. And, and regardless of where you are, uh, that, 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 uh, that changes in real time. It changes daily, as you know, uh, based on, uh, on, on weather, on migration patterns, a whole host of, uh, of variables. So we built the map with the intention of uh, allowing our supporters and the general public to, to come on and, and just basically share their observations, uh, what they were seeing, you know, from the north to the south as the season progresses. Um, it started out as really sort of a, a waterfowl migration observation uh, type of tool, but it has kind of evolved into a, a waterfowl migration observation slash hunting report tool, uh, which has been really cool to see how that, that progression has taken place over the last few years. And, and it's just something that allows hunters to, you know, hear from, from their, their peers, hear from people in different parts of the country who share their passion and, and, and leave brief reports on the map that, uh, you know, hopefully can help others in their scouting and their planning and in preparation. Yeah. And so, you know, like I said, 2007, I didn't even, that didn't even dawn on me. I mean, I didn't start at Ducks Unlimited until 2008 and I've been, you know, uh, uh, been hands-on with the migration map, you know, ever since I, I started there, but I didn't realize it was 2007. That's amazing. And the transition of what the map started out as kind of to what it is now, um, it's just changed drastically for, for the better, obviously for duck hunters and, and, you know, what are some of the different things that have changed over the years as you guys have continued to put development effort into the map? So the biggest thing is, you know, every year uh, we try to add some new feature uh, to the map. When we first started out, you know, it was just the ability to come in and, and leave a, uh, I think it was a numeric marker, like a one to five or one to 10 as to what, what type of observation uh, uh, activity levels you were seeing in your area. But then we expanded that. We opened it up to comments. Uh, we added features like the ability to uh, subscribe to a certain uh, geographic location, whether that's your hunting area or someplace north that you're, you're wanting to monitor during the season. Uh, we added in a few years later uh, a weather component so that you could really see in, in real time, you know, what things look like from a radar standpoint, from a snow cover standpoint, all, all of the factors that influence uh, migration and are of interest to duck hunters. That's really kind of the approach that we've taken is just is continued uh, to build enhancements onto the map. And, you know, the numbers are, are pretty staggering. When you go back to look at all time since 2007, we've had more than 240 million page views to the map. And, and that is by far the most heavily trafficked part of the, uh, the website uh, during the season. And, uh, and during that time, we've had 265,000 
report submitted, uh, which is pretty phenomenal. And you're in the hundreds of millions of page views. And, you know, just for someone who's who's kind of listening to this right now and, and wants to just check it out, it, you know, you can visit that at ducks.org slash migration map. Um, and when you look at that, when you pull it up on desktop, you know, it, it has the P for the public reports. And on occasion, you'll have some DU biologist reports. And then we also have implemented um, a program that's near and dear to my heart from the editorial side that I kind of manage is the migration alerts. And what that what that provides is a complete breakdown of habitat, hunting conditions, whether from either biologists on the ground from Ducks Unlimited or state agency guys, but it's written and it's written by a professional freelance writer. So this is credible information. You know, and that's one thing that I know that you and your team and and even when I was working with you guys tried to stress and really tried to figure out is how to get this, you know, this public domain where you said it's like 265,000 submissions, how can we narrow that down to get only the most credible reports? And so how do you guys moderate this? Well, and, and you hit on a really important point. I, and I would say that the waterfowl migration alerts uh, have been probably the most valuable uh, addition to the map that we've, we've ever put in. And it goes right back to you know, what you were saying. It adds that level of credibility uh, because believe it or not, some duck hunters uh, don't always tell the truth when they go on and, and submit a report. No way. <laughs> yeah, so that's a shocker right there. I know <laughs> some folks want to keep the ducks to themselves and, 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 and that sort of thing. But uh, yeah, it, it adds a level of credibility, uh, like you said, from biologists and, and other uh, respected professionals. And uh, hats off to you for, for doing a fantastic job of, of moderating and, and building that content. Uh, it's added a, a great deal of uh, value to the map over the last couple of years. You were asking about uh, moderation, and and as you can imagine, and as you well know, uh, being one of our volunteer moderators over the years, uh, you have that many reports. Uh, obviously, you have to uh, you have to find ways to moderate and filter. Uh, you know things that are uh, uh, you know very obvious that that don't belong on the map. Those get kicked out automatically. But that's a good point. You know, it takes a human eye, um, and that's one thing. Like you said, there's a team, and and I while I asked the question, I know exactly how it's done because I am a moderator. Um, <laughs> but you know, the interesting thing that that people may learn about this is this moderation. Um, you know, you can post a report and it's completely written out like, hey, you know, went hunting today. I'm in there. This person is in, you know, South Florida. And it's this, you know, very well written, submitted report. But then it says we shot 25 king eiders and 100 <laughs> speckle bellies, you know, and if you're yeah. not really reading these reports and really spending the time to make sure, you know, people, some people are just kind of jacking around or who knows what they're doing. You know, there's always there's always someone out there who's trying to ruin the Internet. You know, I've, I've figured that out in my days. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's a good point. And, and so how many moderators do you actually have who do this? I think it's it's just a small group of uh, maybe six or seven people, uh, like some folks from my team, yourself, uh, and some others. You know, you've you've got to understand uh, the waterfowling aspect, as you mentioned. You know, understanding some of the limits and and things that are just obvious. You know, that are that we don't want on our map. To uh, there again, uh, anything that's going to tarnish the credibility of the map, we try to uh, we try our best to get that off. It's it's, it's sometimes funny. You'll see. Uh, You'll see people post reports that are conflicting in one area and it turns into a <laughs> kind of an Internet fight that you have to moderate. And and, uh, and, and that can be uh, interesting sometimes. But uh, it's it's very important part of the map to keep the uh, 
uh, keep the reports credible and keep people coming back on a regular basis. Yeah. And that's one, you know, that's just, I'm just going to throw out a PSA right now because I just opened to picked up my phone just to glance at it. And I had a text message from our moderator app that said we have 165 reports in the queue ready to be moderated. And I just want to throw this, uh, and it's only mid October. So it's like, this is not even our peak time. So, you know, there are right. these reports come in so fast, but I do want to announce just as me, myself being a moderator that, I have no time for someone who is, you know, really messing around and fighting on the app. We have a button that is approved and we have a button that is kind of staged. And we also have a button that's called blacklist. And I'll tell you what, I am very liberal with my blacklist button because it completely (laughs) blocks someone's IP address. I have no time for that. And I'm sure you and other people in your team are the same way. So that's kind of a warning out there for people who are, uh, who are messing around on the map. Absolutely. The, The blacklist uh, you know, we hate to ban anyone from the map, but again, we're not going to let someone come in and, and try, to, try to obviously cause trouble. And, and I would add that, you know, we we uh, we have had calls from uh, law enforcement at times who actually use the map to, to see if there are folks that are, uh, you know, uh, uh, doing something illegal, uh, going over the limit, what, whatever that may be. So just a warning out there for anyone who thinks that it's funny to say that they killed 23 pintails on a hunt. If that does make it to the map, you never know who may be reading that and uh, who may be getting a visit from their local game warden. Absolutely. That's a good point. Well, you know, let's let's roll on because while the migration map, um, it is a part of, you know, this whole aspect of these digital tools. But it also it kind of it's very seamlessly has molded into an aspect of the Ducks Unlimited app. And I wanted you to have some time to talk about the Ducks Unlimited app. The features are awesome. And and I just wanted you to kind of kick it off and we can go through each feature of the Ducks Unlimited app. So the Ducks Unlimited app, as it stands today, uh, we, we rolled out in 2015. And just like the map, we've, we've, we've made enhancements and improvements to the app uh, every season. Uh, that's, that's been critical to, to its success. And, uh, you know, we really want the app to serve as a tool for duck hunters before, during and after the hunt, you know, all the way from preparation to things they can use actually in the field. And then, uh, you know, reflecting on the on past hunts through uh, uh, functionality like the like the online journal and, and some other pieces. The waterfowl migration map that we talked about, all of those reports are integrated into the app. So when you actually go in and you're looking at reports, you're submitting reports, uh, it's going to the app as well as to the website. And that's that's been inter- a very interesting thing to see is so much traffic to the map used to be on desktop. And now the vast majority of that usage is actually taking place on mobile and, and primarily through the mobile app. Yeah, that's good. That's interesting because, you know, we've discussed that over the years, you know, since I've been there in 2008 and that whole transition of how, you know, our audience went from desktop to mobile and your team was way ahead of the curve on that. I mean, we you were launching a mobile website, you know, well, 2011, 2012, I mean, way ahead of the game, probably earlier than that, maybe 10, that really transitioned into, you know, the mobile version of the map and then into the app. And if people look at the app, you know, you can open that up and it really is, you know, on your phone, it really is a very seamless, you can switch back and forth from the map to like a list view and uh, you can narrow, you can kind of sift through reports and, and find things really easy. Another aspect of the app that's one of my favorite, well, my second favorite, because we'll get to my favorite one later, but is the journal. 
Um, and the journal's been around for quite some time. And I'm just wondering if you have some numbers on the journal of how many people are submitting, you know, to the, the DU journal. Uh, and by far, uh, the journal is also my favorite, uh, favorite piece of functionality in the app. Uh, although if you look at my journal for the last couple of seasons, it's, it's pretty depressing. Uh, but it is, it's been interesting to see just how many people have used it. Uh, we have had over 615,000 individual journal entries uh, plugged into the app since, uh, since 2015. Wow. Uh, which is pretty phenomenal. I think we had over 13,000 last year alone. And, and it's, it's, it's a way that people can, you know, obviously kind of monitor and keep track of, you know, their hunting success during the season. But what I enjoy most about it is being able to look back at past seasons, you know, look back a couple of years ago and, and in particular, look at some of the photos that I took on that hunt. Uh, you know, I, I, I love to take my kids out and I'm, I'm always taking photos of them in the blind and, and things that we're doing. And, uh, you know, I was in the app the other day and I look back at uh, 2018 and, I was able to relive some some really vivid, great memories uh, of, of a couple of hunts that I had with them uh, that I may not have had uh, if it weren't for the app. And I think that's one of the ways that people are really enjoying that is, is being able to look back on past experiences and, and enjoy that. Yeah. And it's so, it's so easy, you know, for me, get done hunting, get back to the house, you know, clean up gear. You, by the time you get everything done, birds cleaned, well, hopefully birds cleaned, you sit down on the couch and that's kind of the first thing that I do is just pop that journal open. And, and I've, I've always thought, oh man, keeping a waterfowl journal would be great. And then the, you know, through over the years, like I've never been that guy who's going to sit down with a, you know, hardback journal and, and write out dear future me today was awesome. Um, <laughs> right. but, I, I've just never really got, I've never really had the motivation to do it for some reason. But when the digital journal uh, within the app was originally launched, man, I just hopped right into it. Now, I, like you said, I love it. You can look back in seasons, you can look at pictures, and you can also do it in the blind while you're hunting. You know, you bag a pintail, you can, hey, I bagged a pintail in a 10 mile an hour northwest wind, you know, right here. Um, and that's really cool. And then, and, and I think people, if someone doesn't know about that, I mean, they definitely need to download the, the DU app and, and get access to it and start tracking their waterfowl hunts. Cause like you said, it can, it can really offer the ability to look back on memories of hunts. It's, it's awesome. Looking back, but then also if you're trying to study, you know, what days were, were most productive and, and what did those days have in common? You know, there's ways you can break that down and view that data uh, within the app. So really, uh, you and your dog are a team. Fuel is best in the field and in life with Purina Pro Plan Sport. Made for hardworking dogs of all ages, every sport formula starts with real meat as the number one ingredient and is specifically formulated to support strength and stamina. Try it today and see why Pro Plan is the official dog food of Ducks Unlimited. Learn more at ProPlanSport.com. Mossy Oak has partnered with Ducks Unlimited to bring you Shadowgrass Habitat, the official camo of Ducks Unlimited. Shadowgrass Habitat pays homage to the first waterfowl-specific camo pattern ever made, Mossy Oak Shadowgrass, while incorporating the most realistic, digitally accurate images of the natural habitats that make up true waterfowl habitat. Mossy Oak is committed to conservation as its highest priority. With the launch of Mossy Oak Shadowgrass Habitat, Mossy Oak will continue funding habitat protection projects through our longtime partnership with Ducks Unlimited. Check out the new Shadowgrass Habitat pattern at mossyoak.com. Step into the world of Campus Waterfowl, a community that's shaping the future of the hunting industry. At Campus Waterfowl, we're more than just hunters. We're students. We're, students. we're conservationists. We're conservationists. With the next generation. the next generation. Join us as we highlight the dedication and commitment of young hunters nationwide. Visit CampusWaterfowl.com to become part of our story. 
Campus Waterfowl, the future of hunting starts here. We are the Ducks Unlimited Nation, united by our passion for hunting, the outdoors, and conservation. The habitats that Ducks Unlimited have been maintaining and building since 1937 have effects far beyond the duck hunting community. Follow along with our YouTube series as we tell your stories and become part of the Ducks Unlimited Nation. DU Nation, take it outside. A lot of utility to it. You know, another aspect of the app, and we'll go through each one, is, you know, the app offers, you know, listing in there for DU events. So while you're in there, you can access information on on any DU event throughout the country. You can just scroll through and find an event, one in your area or one not in your area if you're traveling somewhere. Um, the other, another cool feature in there is MyDU. And can you kind of explain what MyDU, what the functionality of MyDU is? Yeah, so MyDU actually originated on the Ducks Unlimited website, and it's it's still there. But we wanted to bring that experience to the to the mobile app. And essentially what that does, it, it allows you to uh, kind of customize the content that you are most interested in seeing. Uh, so if you're really into, you know, say dog training and you're wanting to learn more about duck calling, you can specify those interests. If you are a DU member, uh, you can log in with your email address and your member ID uh, and you can actually see your, your, your membership card uh, and, and, and some other features there, your personal information. Uh, so it's really just a way to kind of customize the application customize the content. And that's something that in the coming years, you're going to see us build more and more into that. And and I think people will really continue to enjoy using that. Yeah. And also, you know, people can access the digital version of Ducks Unlimited Magazine by putting in their their information, their membership information. You can access your your you know your membership or your magazine that comes with your membership on, uh, from a digital perspective. So um, it's a cool, handy little aspect of it. But here's here's my favorite part of the DU app. And I use it probably two or three times a day every time I hunt during duck season. And that is the sunrise and sunset functionality in the app. Um, can you go ahead and talk about that? And I know we've kind of talked about how many people are actually using it. And it's pretty, uh, pretty astounding. And, and I will tell you, that has now become... My, the, the, the piece of functionality that I use the most, uh, just, just for that reason. If you're a duck hunter, you know, you're in the blind, you're in the dark, you, you have ducks around and you're always waiting for that, that one moment where it's, it's legal shooting time. And, uh, and, and we built a piece of functionality in that it's sort of a countdown to sunrise. Uh, so that uh, 30 minutes before sunrise, you know, exactly when it's, it's legal to start shooting. Uh, and then, and then when sunset comes in, uh, you can get uh, a notification that that's, you know, it's time to stop, but it's really just that anticipation and waiting and, and being able to glance at your phone in the dark and seeing, you know, a red dot turn to a green dot and you immediately know, okay, it's, it's time to take them. Yeah, no, that's awesome. And, and, and the, the funny thing is I've used that functionality of the app, even, during the summer, like when I'm going fishing, like I'm looking to see what time sunset is mainly because my wife's like, when are you going to be home? I'm like, Oh, you know, and I check the app real quick. I'm like, <laughs> exactly. yeah, I'll be home at nine 40. You know? <laughs> it just gives me, it gives me another way, um, you know, to exactly know what this sunrise and sunset is. And it's an easy accessible aspect of the, uh, of the app. Yeah. I, I was just going to add that, you know, we added sunrise sunset, uh, I think maybe three years ago. And, and that has grown to be one of the top two or three most uh, most used pieces of the app, and and that's just another example of our you know really commitment to just continuing to add 
functionality and value to the app, you know, year after year. Yeah. And it's, it's by far, like I said, my favorite tool in the app, but, um, you know, as far as like the hunting aspect in the app, offers a variety every year you guys are kind of changing up adding different things i mean you can go to the hunting section of ducks.org directly from the app but you also have like snow cover maps which are really cool i know you personally look at those a lot band recovery maps national wildlife refuge layers um or just it provides a list of national wildlife refuges really public access type information um links to season bag seasons and bag limits in each state um, so it is, really is all encompassing for the duck hunter. And, and is there um, exactly what was the time frame? And I'm not, you don't have to know exactly when, but how did you guys add some of these tools in and how did that, you know, where were you like, oh man, now we have to add snow maps. Now we have to add this. Like, were you guys looking at it and getting feedback from users and saying, all right, we're going to do this this year? Yeah. So it was, it's kind of a, a mixed effort. Some of it was feedback from users, which we, we certainly encourage and that's very help, helpful. Uh, as we look to plan new uh, additions to the app. But then, you know, also just kind of uh, think tanks uh, within the organization from from volunteers, uh, groups of staff, uh, including yourself, who have been a, a big part of this since the very beginning, just, just trying to come up with, you know, understanding what are those key questions that duck hunters have and, and uh, you know, just some simple things like, you know, the season bag limits, you know, people typically know them when they go out, but uh, a lot of those bag limits change from year to year, and we keep the app updated, as you mentioned, with links to 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 all 50 states, uh, so that people can stay legal. Um, I, I really love the snow cover maps myself. We added that feature a couple of years ago, uh, and you can look at you know where the snow cover is today compared to this time last year, mm-hmm. uh, and it it really kind of helps you understand where the migration is. The only problem that I have with the snow cover maps is that those snow cover maps have been weak in the last two or three years. Let's be honest there. The snow is cover is just not coming. Uh, but no, I mean, that's one thing for users to keep in mind is that they can submit feedback or recommendations or whatever through the app. Um, that's a possibility. And, and you're, the web dev team basically looks at every single one that's submitted. So uh, by all means, and, and you know, one thing, another thing to keep in mind is these are tools you know, your team and a group of others have put together, but it's duck hunters creating tools for duck hunters. So like we're sitting there thinking, you well, how cool would it be to have sunrise, sunset, like, and have it a countdown, you know, it, and that's exactly how these tools have come about. Um, other features in there, you know, we've got conservation. You can access all of our conservation work information where we work through a quick button. But then, you know, one of the last things I'm going to mention in here is waterfowl ID. And this was a huge addition to the app back in the day. And, and I remember when this was going through, but kind of talk about the waterfowl ID, you know, how popular this is and, and how this, the whole waterfowl ID app kind of rolled into this one. So our very first uh, Ducks Unlimited app was back in 2010, and it was primarily a waterfowl identification app. I mean, that was the big utility for it. And, 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 and we noticed that people, you know, really took to that. We also knew that the waterfowl ID section of the website had always been very popular. And uh, so it was kind of a no brainer to, to roll that into the app. And then as the app has evolved, uh, we have evolved the, uh, the waterfowl ID uh, functionality as well. But it basically allows you to go in and look at uh, all of the most common species uh, of waterfowl in North America. Uh, and you can break them down into, you know, dabbling ducks, diving ducks, and basically geese. And you can go in, uh, tap on a species, 
uh, over the last couple of years, we, we really worked to add more photos, uh, more really good, you know, quality photos from professional photographers that really show the, the detail and the characteristics uh, of, of ducks, uh, primarily, you know, looking at, you know, both hens and drakes and, and understanding, you know, how to identify them, uh, especially if you're relatively new uh, as a waterfowl hunter. Uh, waterfowl ID can be one of the most challenging pieces, uh, you know, to, to a hunt if you're, if you're, if you're new. Uh, so that provides a, a tool for people. Uh, they can also go in and look at population st- statistics about each individual species, uh, where they breed, where they, where they winter. And it's, it's, it's educational as well as helpful, uh, when you're actually on a hunt. Yeah. And I, th- if I th- remember correctly, I think each species has an audio file as well. Um, so people can listen to, uh, or most species, I'm not going to say every, cause I'm not sure if each one has it, but I know that most of them have an audio file where people can listen to, a, you know, a pintail or listen to a blue winged teal. It's pretty, pretty cool functionality there. That's right. Actually, I wanted to, to mention here, and I know we kind of skipped through it, but when we, when you launched the Ducks Unlimited app as the version that it is now, it actually became the number one downloaded app that fall um, in iTunes. Is that correct? So years ago, we had like uh, five or six different apps. So every app had its own piece of functionality. We had a Waterfowl ID app. We had a DU member app. We had a uh, Waterfowl migration app. And those all got rolled into the app that we have today back in 2015. But yeah, during, I think it was 2014, the Waterfowl migration app was the number one ranked app in the sports category of iTunes. And you know, we were pretty ecstatic when we saw that. Uh, it was pretty phenomenal to see that it outranks so many other sports apps, you know, during uh, football season even. Uh, it, it, spent, uh, it spent several months uh, in that top, top spot. And uh, so that was, that was really cool to see. And that just, uh, I think it's a great illustration of how popular and how well-received the app has been over the years. And that's a real feather in, in, in your guys' cap to say that because I said number one app overall, but it is in the sports category. But if you think about it, you're competing with college football, NFL, um, and to have that, you know, that's that's pretty spectacular. Right. I, I, we don't have that ranking today, but we're... <laughs> That is our goal is to get back. (laughs) We're trying to get it back, right? That's right. That's right. So Anthony, just kind of mentioned, you know, now that we've gone through all the different features of the app, mention where one of our listeners can, can get the app. Yeah. So the easiest place to go is just, uh, you know, to iTunes or to the uh, Google app store uh, and download it directly. Uh, We also have links from the DU website. And I want to remind folks that this is a completely free app. It's uh, free to use. I will say that even though it's free, uh, we have had uh, a lot of success over the last couple of years of actually using the app to generate revenue for conservation. So we do that in two different ways. Uh, One, uh, people who uh, download the app and they join Ducks Unlimited. We have a a section where you can join. Uh, We have special membership and fundraising offers where we'll put up a premium. Uh, It may be a DU jacket you know, with the DU logo or Tumblr or a duck call. And uh, last year alone, we made over $150,000 in unrestricted revenue directly from people taking advantage of those offers in the app. So it's a great way you can get DU merchandise, but also support conservation at the same time. Yeah, that's a that's a fantastic mention. I'm I'm glad you brought that up. You know, we'll go ahead and transition into the all-encompassing um, fall 
digital program. And it's really, as far as editorial and hunting goes anyway, it's, and that it all falls under a program we call Waterfowl 360. And can you kind of talk about Waterfowl 360 and what it is? Yeah. So Waterfowl 360, uh, this is probably our, I think our, maybe our eighth or ninth season. And, and essentially it is uh, the go-to place for duck hunters, right? That's, that's how we try to position our entire program. And, and during the fall and, and during the winter, uh, we use it to post a, a wide range of editorial content, uh, content that uh, a lot of folks may not realize, but but our own podcast host, Chris Jennings, is actually the mastermind behind that, uh, the one coordinating <laughs> and, and and developing this content that it, it, it's it's really phenomenal how much we're able to to crank out every year. Uh, but new tips, uh, whether that's it's it's gear guides or retriever training, duck calling, decoy strategies. Uh, there's new content being put out almost on a uh, certainly on a weekly basis, sometimes on a daily basis. Um, in addition to the waterfowl migration alerts that we talked about, uh, those have become obviously one of the most uh, highly sought out pieces of content on the site, um, especially as people can subscribe to to receive those alerts, uh, both email. And then a couple of years ago, we added the ability for people to receive those alerts via text message. And that's been, been very well received. Yeah. I mean, it offers, I mean, a waterfowl 360 is literally, you know, we say the app and the map and all of this are tools for, um, waterfowl hunters and what waterfowl 360 is. It's basically the housing, um, program for all of the resources for, you know, duck and goose hunters out there. And, and yeah, I mean, I, I know, I just want to, you know, throw out a quick special thanks to our waterfowl 360 sponsors, a uh, heavy shop, Benelli and Sportsman Protection Plan for, you know, the 2020-2021 season. Waterfowl 360 runs from September 1st through January, and you can visit that at waterfowl360.com or just visit ducks.org slash hunting, and you'll end up in there. Yeah, Chris, I'm glad that you mentioned the the sponsorship aspect of the program. You know, over the last 10 years, uh, thanks to sponsorships of Waterfowl 360, uh, we've raised hundreds of thousands, if not uh, probably nearing $1 million uh, in ad revenue that we're able to take and put towards our conservation mission. Uh, so similar to the app, you know, by supporting and, and, and going and taking advantage of these free resources, uh, you know, it's generating revenue for for our conservation mission. And that's that's a that's a win win. That's right. That's the end goal right there. Anthony, before I let you go, because I know with all of these different programs that that you're kind of over, um, you're a busy dude here. But uh, before I let you go, I wanted to ask you a quick question. You know, um, in March of this year, as the pandemic began to play out, um, Ducks Unlimited has transitioned from in-person events to online. Can you kind of talk about what your team's role in that and how you guys, you guys were already doing the online fundraising, but then all of a sudden everyone's looking at you like, Hey, how can we do this? You know, and, and what were some of the results of some of the things that you guys did? Yeah. So obviously for, uh, for us, like so many others, you know, March, April were a very challenging time for us, a time where we had 2000 in-person events that were postponed or ultimately mostly canceled, uh, with, with millions of dollars, uh, that were, you know, uh, that were going to be lost as a result. And working with our event fundraising team, and I give them a lot of credit. I give our IT team a lot of credit, uh, uh, as well as ours working with them and working with a third party to build a platform in a matter of weeks that would allow us to hold uh, national auctions. So typically, if you go to a DU event, 
Uh, we have merchandise there that you can only win uh, at the event. You can't get it online. You can't get it at stores. Uh, and since those events were canceled, uh, the idea was to you know build a, an online auction that would allow us to do both national and state-specific uh, types of auctions. And uh, that helped make up, uh, I think, several million dollars in revenue uh, that was going to be lost uh, as a result of those canceled events. Uh, so that was a huge, you know, that was a huge win for the organization. Uh, after that, uh, you know, we, we work with our partners here to help transition into uh, virtual events. Uh, and again, I give our IT team a lot of credit with that as they help our original directors, our field staff, you know, actually learn how to create, you know, Zoom event, Zoom calls that actually turned into fundraising events. And it's been phenomenal to see the ingenuity of our of our field staff, our, our volunteers working together. Uh, you know, they 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 didn't just uh, roll over when we said we can't have in person events. They found a way, uh, and that way has helped us. Uh, we're certainly not out of the financial crisis, as as our CEO would say, but we are certainly in a stable position today, and that's largely due in part to uh, to the work that's been done through these virtual events, through the online auctions, and through our online fundraising efforts uh, since the pandemic began back in March. Yeah, that's that's fantastic news. And kudos to everyone involved with that. I mean, with, throughout the organization, I think there's probably no one throughout the organization that didn't have their hand in that transition in some way, shape, or form. But I know your team was uh, definitely right in the mix, if not leading some of those charges. And that's, uh, you know, that is definitely another feather in your guys' cap for sure. Um, Anthony, this has been great. We're going to have to get you back on as the season progresses. I'm sure we can, we could probably do one where we just tell stories about odd reports that come into the migration map. Um, I think those, that would be a very interesting podcast, but no, thanks for joining me today. Absolutely. I appreciate you guys having me. I, I want to just take just a second to thank my team, uh, the folks who are behind the scenes, uh, and, and they're the ones that are doing all the work that we get to talk about today and, and creating the resources for the uh, supporters of ours out there. So I want to thank them. And thanks again for having me on. Hey, I'd like to thank our guest, Anthony Jones, for joining us today and sharing information about all of the tools, the digital tools for duck hunters and conservationists through ducks.org, the app, the migration map, everything. I'd also like to thank our producer, Clay Baird, for getting this out to you guys. And I'd like to thank you, the listener, for joining us on the DU Podcast and supporting wetlands conservation. Thank you for listening to this episode of the DU Podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show and visit www.ducks.org slash DU Podcast for resources based on today's topics, as well as access to more episodes. Opinions expressed by guests do not necessarily reflect those of Ducks Unlimited. Until next time, stay tuned to the Ducks. You and your dog are a team. Fuel is best in the field and in life with Purina Pro Plan Sport. Made for hardworking dogs of all ages, every sport formula starts with real meat as the number one ingredient and is specifically formulated to support strength and stamina. Try it today and see why Pro Plan is the official dog food of Ducks Unlimited. Learn more at ProPlanSport.com.
Mossy Oak has partnered with Ducks Unlimited to bring you Shadowgrass Habitat, the official camo of Ducks Unlimited. Shadowgrass Habitat pays homage to the first waterfowl-specific camo pattern ever made, Mossy Oak Shadowgrass, while incorporating the most realistic, digitally accurate images of the natural habitats that make up true waterfowl habitat. Mossy Oak is committed to conservation as its highest priority. With the launch of Mossy Oak Shadowgrass Habitat, Mossy Oak will continue funding habitat protection projects through our long-time partnership with Ducks Unlimited. Check out the new Shadowgrass Habitat pattern at mossyoak.com. Step into the world of Campus Waterfowl, a community that's shaping the future of the hunting industry. At Campus Waterfowl, we're more than just hunters. We're students. We're, students. we're conservationists. We're conservationists. With the next generation. next generation. Join us as we highlight the dedication and commitment of young hunters nationwide. Visit CampusWaterfowl.com to become part of our story. Campus Waterfowl, the future of hunting starts here. We are the Ducks Unlimited Nation. United by our passion for hunting, the outdoors, and conservation. The habitats that Ducks Unlimited have been maintaining and building since 1937 have effects far beyond the duck hunting community. Follow along with our YouTube series as we tell your stories and become part of the Ducks Unlimited Nation. DU Nation. Take it outside. 